Good evening, Patriots. And today is Wednesday, July 19th, at least at the end of it, in the year 2023. You know, I've, um, <laughs> I'm have i starting because I've had just kind of a crazy afternoon and evening. And I've had to really reflect on a few things because there's a lot of, there's some interesting events that are happening right now. And they're all related in one way or another, or have happened, I should say, since we've moved through with this commission of Operation Vineyard, which should come as no surprise, but it's pretty evident to me that the ambushes and attacks have only increased because we're on point with what is the greatest offensive ever to be waged, which is that of rescuing and healing and restoring the children. So we're going to talk a lot about that tonight. Before we get going, make sure you're doing all you can to keep your food stocks up. My Patriot Supply has some new small emergency food supply systems that are really worth checking out. Patriots, food is something we all take for granted until it's gone. As tensions continue to escalate, our fragile food supply chain will break down. One news headline spreads panic like wildfire and grocery stores are stripped bare within hours. Do you have a proper supply of emergency food on hand? If not, now is the time to get some while things are still relatively calm. The company most Americans choose is My Patriot Supply. They're the nation's largest preparedness company with millions of satisfied self-reliant customers. Go to preparewithbards.com for your one-week emergency food supply. And it comes in an easy-to-transport ammo can that's loaded with delicious meals you'll love. There's no skimping with these meals offering 2,000 calories per day. Don't skip the special $30 savings available this week only on the one-week emergency food supply. Go to preparewithbards.com and prepare for what's coming. Preparewithbards.com all right, so I want to start with this. Someone asked me the other day that, like, do you really think child sex trafficking is, is as bad as it is? And I, I wasn't, and I it wasn't as bad as, uh, I mean, I, I didn't take it wrong because what they wanted to know if they referenced some rural county, they said, do you really think it's in that rural county? And my comment was this: it's like, look. We're dealing with a situation on the global level where a, a Vatican whistleblower has said that they traffic 8 million children a year. In the United States, we have reports of mis missing children reports of 740 to 820,000 people, children each year. And the re media's response always is, that's not true, there's only 20 or 30,000. And, and unfortunately, those in denial, especially the left, use that number and say, it's exaggerated. All those other kids got returned to their home, which we have no proof of, by the way. But even, let's just take that number. 20 to 30,000 children that go missing each year as if that's okay. My town is 20,000 people. That would mean every single year we're erasing my town. Eugene, Oregon is 120,000 people. That would mean every six years we're erasing Eugene, Oregon. Portland, Oregon has about 800,000 people. 
and the inner city downtown, the more inner city is about 200,000. That would mean that every 10 years you erase the downtown city of Portland. I mean, this is the lunacy of these arguments. Yuba City has 110,000. That means about every five years you're erasing Yuba City. And somehow that's, that's okay in the media. We know that those numbers are much higher. But I'm just using the extreme of how they respond. And then, of course, we have the DHS whistleblower blower that came out and said, her name is Tara. And by the way, I think she's coming on the show soon. And she said that, you know, they've, they've lost 83,000 children at the border. The, this is a pandemic of an unbelievable kind. It's the real virus that's going on. And then you have this. It's, the headline is, Queer Academic Suggests Pedophilia Be Taught in Schools as an Innate Sexuality. This comes from a year ago, June 9, 2022. A professor of ethics at Oslo Metropolitan University in Norway has called to legalize AI-generated child pornography, claiming that pedophilia should be seen as an innate sexuality that requires destigmatization. Anybody that thinks that there's not a problem with child sex trafficking and child exploitation is crazy. All the evidence is there and it's coming out more. So let's kind of look at what I was getting at at the beginning. About three, about two weeks ago, two and a half now, we had... The commission placed before me, my father, God, on what is now called Operation Vineyard. And there's been a lot of great momentum in this. Tonight was a show earlier was a big one, understanding, starting to understand our legal authorities, which is a big one. And all of that happened at once, by the way. Jaron Jackson, right? And that is the whole part of this that is so important for us to appreciate what exactly we can do to start fighting this legally. But there's been so many things that I keep being tossed at, people sharing with me that have happened since then. And on the, if we're just going to sit back and go, oh, that's just, that's unfortunate, that's too bad, there's been some significant events that have been being hit. And you have to really sit back and say, okay, why are these things happening right now? I'm not going to be able to say this for sure because there's always a measure of randomness, I guess, in life. But I really don't think when we get into this level of operation that we get into randomness at all. I, I have been talking to Jennifer Renee today. She was up, coming up to visit a children's school up here and and took somebody back home up to Portland. Her car was running fine. And, to, and earlier today, her engine block split and she broke, it broke down on the side of the road. The engine's trashed. So that's, and she's just traveled the whole country and there she is now just suddenly on a mission to go see a school which is directly tied, just gonna be clear on this, this school is directly tied to Operation Vineyard. And it's the one we're starting to build up. And she was on her way. And the engine block split and her car broke down on the side of the road. I'm 
I'm sorry, but I don't, those things are just like, oh, that's random. Not really. Okay. I've had people share of other instances of their life, people being pulled off track, getting demonic attacks. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's been happening. People getting sick, people suddenly dying, accidents happening. Now, on one level, we could just say this is the random world we're in. But the fact is that where we're looking at is we've stepped into something, and I've said this very clearly, and really where Father's heart has been with me is we have got to stay focused, and we have to stay armored up, and it's necessary. We have a sickness that we're taking on that is unprecedented. Here's an article from today, Transformer Trans, former L, a New Hampshire lawmaker, faces federal charges for allegedly using daycare connections to generate child exploitation images. He's a pedophile. They're everywhere. And we're walking into the heart of the beast. So I, I'm really at a place right now where we're going to have to pray. We're going to do some prayers tonight and really telling you, you need to stay prayed up right now and we need to abide in this mission. Look, I'm not, I've told you before, it's up to you whether to commit to this commission. That's up to you. But if you do, what I'm really throwing up the reality flag here is if you do understand what you're stepping into, this is always, there's always the emotional feel good thing, but the reality is we're stepping into a demonic den. This is their stronghold. You take away the children and the ability for them to exploit the children, you topple everything in this world. And then when you add to that the legal authorities of common law, and you start turning the surveillance state on its head to where we, the people, start surveilling those that surveilled us. And then you start adding the communication piece to where you can share the stories of what's really going on at a local level, which now creates a growth and expansion of truth. And at the same time, building up places where children can be rescued, healed, and restored and you're doing this in every county, yeah, it's a big mission. And it's one that's definitely going to bring about a lot of reaction. But the world in the spiritual realm is really being shaken up. And even though this is just in its infant stages, the way the demons always hit is early on. It's that they siege it. So I said before, if you're going to accept Christ, don't just do it on your own. Make sure you've got a network. Even if your network is digital and on, online, you need to have a support network because the minute you accept Christ, you're a target. And over time, you build your armor, you build your strength, and you can war those things, but you still need strength. I mean, this is, goes to the very principle of Proverbs 4, 24, 6. For by wise guidance, we can wage war. And in the abundance of it, of wise counselors, there is victory and safety. That should be, that proverb should be given to every single person that accepts Christ in their life. And every single person that has Christ 
in their heart should be bringing that proverb to the new person to remind them exactly what they're getting into. So at that, let's remind ourselves of a necessary, (laughs) make sure and defend your home. That's the deal. Patriots, right now, many Americans are feeling powerless. The economy isn't stable, crime continues to plague our communities, and those in charge don't seem to even care. There's something empowering about knowing that you have the skills to defend yourself, and that's why I endorse iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your home. No more inconvenient trips to the range and you still have a ton of practice ammo. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm and start your training experience. Improve muscle memory, increase reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, including 223, so that you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Save 10% plus get free shipping with the offer code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, when you go to itargetpro.com right now. Again, 10% using your promo code BARDS, plus free shipping when you go to itargetpro.com. Don't rely on the government to make you feel safe. Empower yourself with iTarget Pro. That's the letter I, targetpro.com, itargetpro.com. Offer code is BARDS. <laughs> I just, I love when people say stuff in chat. Um, this is the best one. Don't forget to unload your gun before you use iTarget Pro. That might be a good idea. Yeah, remember, they give you a, a laser faked bullet. If you pull the trigger and you're going to get complaining complaints or something because I shot at the iTarget Pro and it blew it all to pieces. Well, yeah, it wasn't intended to work that way. Remember, it's a laser pointer inside there. Be smart, people. That's the answer. Now, I, I just think it's really important that we get real about the world that we're in right now. We get wrapped up a lot in the politics and the noise. And the one thing that's amping up more and more is this ridiculousness about the election 2024 It's all over. People are starting to get amped up about it. People are talking about how who they're going to vote for or what they're not going to vote for. There's, you know, you've got RFK Jr. that's out here speaking one level of truth on vax and mobilizing the peace at any cost liberals. And that's that's good because they're awakening, but it's bad because they're not really prepared for the type of fight we have. And then we've got the other side over at Magna that MAGA that's going to vote for Trump no matter what, even though they're trying to take him off the ballot. RFK is not on the ballot. I mean, this is a, this is stupid. Okay, I'm telling you, it's dumb. There is no pathway for the two candidates that could probably do the best for America. There's no pathway for them to get to office. I don't care how many ways you cut it. It's just more chaos and division because no matter what you do, whether it's RFK Jr. or whether it's Donald Trump Jr. or Donald Trump, neither one of them have a pathway on the ballot to get there. And so it's more chaos and noise. And what we're leading to is a world that they're preparing, which they're going to roll out, which is going to solve all these problems. And these problems are all going to be solved down the way by these, this quote that came from the CEO of WorldCoin. And what he said is something like world ID will eventually exist whether you like it or not. So just to continue with that, right now it's about those who voluntarily surrender their biometric data and receive small sums in WorldCoin 
in return for signing up to the World ID Scheme. But if OpenAI CEO Sam Altman has anything to say about WorldCoin, a project within his company that he's developing, everyone who wants to use the Internet will eventually be required to use WorldID or something like it, which is a biometric iris scan. We're forgetting that each, all of these are, this is what partly what defines us. And again, what's at the core of all of this? And they're pulling us farther and farther away from an orbit that's of God. If you walk into these worlds, you're going to follow the worlds of politics, get wrapped up into the chaos, get wrapped up into having to get access to your money, being fearful of, of whatever is going to come, not having an ability or resources or capabilities to step out of the system, not having a community which will stand together, not having your faith strong enough in Christ to stand there, and not understanding that the primary mission that we've always ever had here, primary mission, besides spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ, but I would even argue above that, has been to protect and nurture and raise up the children. And that wasn't just a parental thing, that was a community thing. And everything is going on right now. This, the movie that Jim Caviezel brought out, that's starting to taper out. I mean, it's not in the media headlines anymore. People are talking about it. That's good. Still kind of. They're throwing pedophilia in our face even more. As the film has come out, they're throwing it in our face even more. The gay community, trans... The, gay community, traditional LGBT community, is staying dead silent on the pedophilia issue. They're just not saying anything because they benefit. What can I say? And, you know, one statistic that we really should have is how many of the children that are, that are being abused sexually or being used sexually for the sorts of things like internet porn, I would like to know how many of those parents involved are same-sex parents. It's a, it's a fair question to ask. So I bring and frame all of this because I'm, I'm really trying to get the focus on what we're dealing with here and the magnitude of it. It's easy to look at a biometric scan and an ID and say, oh, that's the, the mark of the beast, Okay. And then it's easy to look over here and go, oh, they're going to push us into a UBI so that they control what we do, okay? And it's easy to say that, well, they're trying to control our food to poison us and to wear us down, correct. But what's the most important thing that they are after and have been after? And it's always the same. It's the children. And you just imagine that the factory that we've created to create energy, literally, the energy factory that we've created for their worship of Baal. And it goes on every single day. And it goes on in many places seven days a week. And it's not child sex trafficking. It's abortion. And every child that is sacrificed is a sacrifice to Baal. And it just feeds their machine. It feeds their energy of worship every day. And it goes on every day. And arguably, abortion probably goes on globally 24 hours a day as an industry, seven days a week. Now, is that sick or what? You want to see the matrix. 
Baal and Moloch are the, are the recipients of that energy. And these are sacrifices just out of the Old Testament right there. It's not, even, it's not anything new. And this energy factory is just turning every day. And we're sitting over here going, man, I don't know how I'm going to fill my gas, my gas tank, because the gas light now is like 4 or $5 a gallon. And in the meantime, the most evil in the world is getting its gas tank filled every single day, metaphorically speaking, with the murder and, and destruction of God's children that can't even get into the world. And then we have the issue of child exploitation. And we have the issue of trying to mainstream pedophilia. And we have the issue of trying to get children to cut off their genitals, make them so they can't reproduce. See, this at the core of this is a, is a competing ideology and religion, which is centered around transhumanism. So if we're going to go after the children to rescue, heal, and restore, you have to understand that we're competing directly against Satan's church. And the church that it's trying to manifest to be the predominant ideology of the world, the predominant faith and religion of the world, is the church of transhumanism, meaning that we are a pluralized species. We can do and create anything we want with these bodies, and we will create hybrid bodies that will be a new evolutionary step. It will start with designer babies so that you can have special features in your child from specific colors of eyes to certain brain capacity or certain athletic prowess or capability. Somebody can design themselves to be a porn star and have all the features they would want to be a porn star. Someone else can design themselves to be um, a man with female features. They can come right out, of the, right out as you want like that. And parents can get that choice. Native Americans have a thing that they refer to that, by the way, is very rare, even though they've tried to grab onto this garbage with, the, with this woke movement. It's called Two-Spirit, and it, only, it has to deal with the occasional time in their history anyway, a rare time when there was they, someone was gender confused. And they would refer to it as Two-Spirit. Now it's become mainstream where everybody's talking about Two-Spirit because that's apparently the way we all are born, which would mean by definition that God is God makes mistakes, which we know God does not make mistakes. So as we step into this Operation Vineyard, what we're stepping into is something that if, and I say the if word because it's your choice, and I'm very clear on that, to step into that commission, and if you do step into that commission, understand the magnitude of what we're dealing with. We're dealing with the center point of power and energy of their worship, trying to take it away so that they cannot function anymore. I mean, imagine just to back to my example of the vehicle. If your gas tank runs empty, your car is dead on the road. So if we take away the energy, their car, their engine is st stops working. And that's principally how critical this direction that we're going is. The problem is I don't think we've had people take the fervor of saying we can, we will, and we must, and do so with that, with the Holy Spirit and the commission from God to say we're stepping into this. But understand as well that when you accept the commission, we may see that it's going to take us 10 years to get to a goal that we need to make. From the spiritual side, it's already done and 
the enemy's been well alerted to what's happening. So it now becomes a war immediately to try to arrest and, and interdict any sort of operation to stop their activities. That's where we get into the whole realm of spiritual warfare and we get into the whole realm of having to literally armor ourselves up and stay true and abiding in him. It's the word that just, just keeps coming up all week. You know, here's a, we're going to do a prayer on this in a minute, but I got news earlier. And again, I just don't find these things unrelated. And, you know, if you think I'm trying to link things together that shouldn't be, that's fair. But I, I just don't see the world that way. I mean, Jaron Jackson does his interview with me yesterday. His show airs tonight. And after he did the interview yesterday, his mom drove to physical therapy, got out of the car, went unconscious, was found in the parking lot by the therapist. Ambulance called. The ER is in the, put her in the hospital for a CAT scan, found a small bleed in her head. And they took her to a second hospital, and she's admitted to ICU, and they're still waiting. So, again, you know, are these things unrelated? Or is this real warfare to try to stop and arrest those that are, don't have their armor up as strong as others? And that's what I would say. There's a lot of attempts here to break people. And this world right now is working overtime to break people. And we're going to have to make a really strong position here to be able to step into these places of this commission and to stand up and to do what has to be done. If we can't rescue, heal, and restore the children... We're fighting an, a dead-end battle, to be honest with you. And the enemy knows that. And that's one of the reasons they are after the kids so hard, because if they can destroy the children, there is no future. And ultimately, I think the devil would like nothing more than to arrive at a place where there's nobody left to speak out to Jesus. So that puts us in a pretty heavy place, the responsibilities that we have in this time and in this hour. Those are big things. So I wanted to um, do a few prayers here. We've got a couple. We're definitely going to pray for Jaron Jackson, and we're going to pray for Lisa Cawthorn. So... And then we're going to pray for Bard's Nation. And we're going to pray for Jennifer Renee. We're going to pray for a lot of hedges of protection and armor. It's just like, you know, today's one of these days, that you, and especially after these last few days for me, which has been ambushes and lots of things happening to try to make this very difficult. And, it, and that's how the devil wins, is when we tire and we say, man, this is hard. And I get that a lot from people. This is so hard. This is so hard. That's our walk. It's not supposed to be easy. So that's where we just got to have to spine up and really lean into him and understand that there's a lot of these intersections that are happening to try to derail things so that it makes it seem like there is impossibilities. 
I read a quote the other day on Telegram. Somebody that, you know, people have some really good accounts on Telegram. They do a lot of work. They put in hours and hours and hours of trying to get good material out for people. And some accounts are better than others in terms of creating some uplifting stuff in the mix of some heavy stuff. But it gets weighty after a while. And it's hard to endure this at times because it seems like the world is just weighing down upon us. And what we forget is God's got this. It's much bigger than us than we can possibly see. But in our, in our narrow view and optics of how we are literally walking, we have to remember that we don't see the whole picture. However, this quote, and this comes from TikTok News and Humor, which I think is on point. And the question is this, when are people going to wake up and realize we are one party system with a corrupt voting system? What's the point anymore? Question mark. How do we, the people, fix all of this? Question mark. I feel so hopeless today. Sorry. I feel like we got one thing, one, one tiny win, then something big happens again to break our spirit. I'm emotionally exhausted, tired, and need some good news. Sorry, just a quick vent. Love you all, and God bless for all of my followers. Good person. But this is what we're enduring right now. The spiritual warfare has increased at a phenomenal level. And if you're walking in places where you're making a difference, expect a lot of it to hit you. And so we're going to have to be more armored up and more prepared. Okay, so let's do some prayers here. We've got a few to knock out. Father God, we're coming to you tonight and just humbled. And I would say that to a large degree, all of us feeling the weight of the world right now. And it's a, it's a weighty time. It's a draining time. Time to try to wear us down and try to keep us from lifting our head up and being strong in the body of Christ. So Father, as we begin this prayer tonight, and we declare with the authorities given to us by Jesus to step on snakes and scorpions, to, to have the dominion over evil, to do all that he did and greater works than he, to truly understand what is before us. And as we pray into this, Father, we're declaring these authorities tonight for a number of things. And we're going to begin, Father, with just a massive prayer and hedge of protection around everybody in Bard's nation and all of those that are really fighting for the right fight in the love of Christ. This is a difficult time, and we know the enemy is on the move, and it's not stopping soon. And it's hard to take a, break, take a step back and to get and be refreshed. And on top of that, we've got so many parts of the country that are under extreme heat, people getting worn down. The news coming out of this cesspool of D.C. is just constant deluge of stupid. And it's just an, a perpetual, perpetual echo chamber of chaos and destruction in our world. And that's ultimately the world in which we walk and in so many places and places in which we love. We are watching the walls fall and the institutions burn. And it's difficult, Father, for us to see where we're winning or where our path is. And so, Father, we begin with the prayer just declaring absolute refreshment of the spirit of everybody that's walking with Christ, just to feel a complete refreshing 
move of the Holy Spirit to move through us all and to reinvigorate and stand us up stronger, to look at these challenges through a clear eye and to realize that the enemy is on the move. And the enemy is using us as well against us. And so that falls to discernment. And so, Father, we're praying and declaring discernment for those that are out here, to be able to discern what's before us, what path you want us to be on, and what the enemy is trying to do to us to deviate, pull us off. There's nothing worse than a weak heart right now because a weak heart and 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 an influential mind can take you off path so quickly, and it doesn't even have to be you. It can be a family member, a friend, somebody who's trying to draw you into something that the enemy's going to use them to pull you off path. So, Father, with that as well, we're praying that people have and decide and hear the commissions that are on their heart and make and declare them in their life to walk in those places as you guide us. And there's so much that needs to be done. Father, we also have a prayer tonight for Annie Angie Ziegler, who is in a horrible car accident, and she has a small baby, and and had just recently lost her older son on March 2023. She and her husband, Blake, are recovering addicts, and you know this story better than us, Father, and have been working for you, Father, for God, helping, helping Luther's come out of addiction to doctors say she is helping other helping others come out of addiction. The doctors say she is brain dead, but we know the power of our loving Heavenly Father in Jesus and can wake up Angie and go forth to care for your care for her baby. Thank you. Um I can't oh thank you and we'll leave it there. Okay. This is literally raising the dead, and, and this is where it's going to take everything into this. Father, this came in today as an urgent prayer, and this is a moment right now when we're just praying for mercy on, of all here. This is a person who has been through the trials of life, who's been doing great things to bringing people to Jesus who has the knowledge and experience of what it's like to be on that dark side. And for whatever has happened, this may very well be the hand of the enemy trying to take out yet another one of our soldiers. Father, we declare over this person, we're asking the raising of the dead. We're asking that Angie Zeigler is brought back. She is supposed to be brain dead, but we know that you can restore her father. And so with all the authorities given to us, with all the passion and love in our heart, we declare that she is going to be healed and raised from the dead and brought back to life to continue her work to bring people to Jesus and to care for her new, newborn. Father, we just ask for these in, in Jesus' name, and your will be done, but this is our declaration before you and before the throne with our heart that seeks truly to call upon the miracle and living God in a person who has made a difference and an opportunity for them to continue that work in a bold and powerful way, to save lives, to take people out of the clutches of the enemy, and to raise up a young one that can be yet another soldier in this great army against evil. So, Father, again, our declaration is made on the, on the blood of Christ that we ask 
that this person is raised from the dead, brain activity reignited, and that she is fully healed and released from the hospital, and that we witness, as do the doctors witness, the miracle healing of you, Lord, of the, of the God of miracles, of the living God, that they can witness this, be stunned in awe of what they experience, and to raise up and return a soldier back to the battlefield. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. And we have a prayer tonight, Father, as well, for Jaron Jackson's mother. And this is a person who has fell yesterday, has followed our interview, Father. And this is a man that you've blessed with enormous knowledge of the type of legal structure that will free us from this institution of enslavement, who has a deep and passionate knowledge and love in the gospel of Jesus Christ. So, Father, we pray for a miraculous and immediate healing over Jaron Jackson's mom. And whatever the cause of this issue is, that this is restored, there's no more brain bleed, that she is taken out of ICU, and her recovery is just miraculous and stunning to all those around. That she's restored to her full health and to her full capacity, and in the process has the experience and deep knowledge of knowing where this healing is coming from, that it's truly a power of the Holy Spirit. And with that, to be able to use that as a testimony into the world, to share the power of the living God, the God of miracles, to bring those stories to people, to empower more the work that her son does and to empower the message around her so that others themselves will be set free. In Jesus' name. Father, we have a prayer tonight for Jennifer Renee. Just we're praying you blessed her with with what she needs to be able to get out of this problem, but we just pray for clarity tonight as she struggles with the challenges of a car that suddenly decided to not work anymore and the logistics of all of that involved. We just pray that there's clarity and blessings that fall upon her and that there's resources that come down as she needs them so that she can secure a new vehicle and deal with some of the challenging questions that are right before her to resolve those and then be able to return to her mission of helping to inspire the creativity at a, at a school here that's part of Operation Vineyard. And Father, with that, we're also praying for Marjorie, who has, who has built the school for Operation Vineyard. We're praying for the healing of her hands, which have been very difficult for her and almost crippling. We pray for the miracle and miraculous healing of her hands and the continued strength that she needs in these moments when it seems like it's an uphill battle. We just pray for the massive blessing of the Holy Spirit just to flood over that whole property and to fill the, the walls of the school to strengthen and re heal her hands and restore them to, to the perfection of kingdom and to just give her that strength and refreshing feeling of the Holy Spirit to know that, yes, we're climbing, but you're right there with her. And so, Father, we close tonight with a prayer and blessing over Operation Vineyard for all those that have accepted this commission and wish to walk in this space. We just pray that the hearts remain strong that each one of us involved in this continues to lean into you to get the guidance and direction that we need, 
to trust in you, to abide in you in this walk, not be derailed by the various things that are trying to cross our paths, whether it's personal issues in the family, whether it's financial issues, whether it's outside influences are trying to take us down, but to keep our focus clearly on this commission. And as we step forward in this commission to continue to grow in the mightiness of Bard's nation, in the mightiness of what Operation Vineyard can be, county by county, a, a structure that will be set up to rescue, heal, and restore the children, and in the process, do the same for ourselves. So, Father, we thank you for the blessings you continue to shed down upon us as we walk this path now that is increasingly getting chaotic. Bless us with a path of discernment and clarity and the strength of the Holy Spirit that walks with us. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah, sometimes I think we just need to do shows like this for just prayer. We do it on every Friday, but I think we'll just throw some in once in a while because it's refreshing. Prayer's awesome. Prayer's healing. Prayer's cleansing. really is. You know, and we, we just... And, and, you know, if you have prayers, you put them up. If we, We'll get to them on Friday, but if something is urgent like tonight, just let us know. I mean, our ultimate purpose is we are supposed to pray, but we have to stay focused. And I'm probably, you know, it's interesting because in my day-to-day, just to be completely transparent, I tend to be very mission-focused. But when I get into the prayer mode, I there's a lot of Holy Spirit that flows in there. And it opens our hearts. And if I'm saying it our hour, because I know that if it opens mine, it's opening a lot of people's. To where we take a pause from the, the war, the battlefield, so to speak, and we step into the reality of the Holy Spirit that's right there with us, but we're really in sync with them in, in prayer. We should be that way all the time, but the world's a pretty rough place. So I just want to kind of leave you with this thought as we, we go tonight. And I think it's important that we keep this in mind, is that we are on a battlefield all the time. And don't forget that. Even in dream, you're in a battlefield. So it's the most, when you walk in the place of disconnected from Father God, it's a pretty docile walk to a large degree. And that's where Satan wants you. Because you're not really paying attention to God. You're not really a threat because you've been willfully neutered or pacified. And it's very much like looking at the people in the matrix in the film where they're just walking along and the world seems normal. We see this every day, but that's truly what, you, what is around us. When we're stepping in deep into the power of the Holy Spirit and we're stepping in deep in the power of serving kingdom and everything we do, expect warfare. And as we expect warfare and lean into warfare, we understand that because we're stepping in when others are being passive, there's an intense attack that's going to come at us. So you have a couple of options. You can get nervous about it. You can get tired over it. Or you can eat meat and stand up and crush it. Be a meat eater, man. 
I'm serious. And it's not easy. I'm not telling you it's easy. I'm not telling you that it's not tiring. I'm not telling you any of the things like that. But it's at times, that's why you have to take a step back sometimes and just pray. Let the Holy Spirit flood in and let, let Father God do his miracles. You know, sit down and ask to have a conversation with Jesus. Just invite him in. Start talking. He'll show up. That's how we keep our strength. And there's a lot of amazing people out here that are doing amazing work, and I never want to diminish that because I think we focus sometimes too much on the negative, too much on the poop, not enough on the flowers. Even though flowers like poop, we don't want to focus on the poop, if you know what I'm saying, right? So that's kind of what it's down to. <laughs> Life is uh, my garden right now. And I'm going to have to give all thanks here to my parents because I've been a little bit remiss in doing my garden duties for the last few weeks. But we've worked together to build this, and they're, they water it every night. They were out tonight tying up tomatoes. It's like a jungle out there. I'll get some pictures and put them up in Telegram tomorrow. It's like a jungle. The apple tree's full, and I've got to pick all the apples there and get them up to start making applesauce. But it, it's unbelievable. And I'm just so blessed because that's wealth. And that's, that reminds you of what God gives us as wealth. But it's hard work. And the work never ends. That's the whole thing. Retirement is not real. Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war, so walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land, expand the kingdom, subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I will see you tomorrow for Bended Knee. Until then or until the next time, God bless. Good night. Thank you. And out for now. Oh, I want to feel something. I just want to breathe To the deepest dead. Oh.